friends, and welcome to my treehouse. My name's Miss Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. You can grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step and grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to him. Friends, can you help me with something today? A friend gave me a special stuffed animal today. She wanted to get rid of some of hers, so she gave one to me. Isn't that so sweet? But now I need a name for it. So I've asked some friends for name ideas, and now I need your help choosing one. So can you help me pick a name for this cute little dolphin? Thanks! Let's see, here's, um, the first idea. Stinker. Oh, who came up with that? Let's try the next one. How about... Mr. Fluffy Fins? Seriously? It's a girl, silly. It can't be Mr. Fluffy Fins. Well, let's try one more. Third time's a charm, right? Let's see, how about... No, I am not using the name Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Friends, I think I'm going to need more of your help than I thought. Maybe you can come up with a name suggestion while we hear our story today. And we can talk about it afterward. Before we start, though, I want to say a huge thank you to my new friend Haven. Haven sent me a whole bunch of amazing drawings. Like this one right here of Peacock and Peahen and their amazing flying balloon. Haven, thank you for your drawings. Also, thank you to another new friend of mine, Jeremiah, for your really cool drawing of my treehouse. I wish my treehouse had that many windows. Maybe I'll have to remodel a bit. It looks fantastic. Ellie, thank you for your adorable drawing of Baby Owl. I love it. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to another new friend, Bryson, for sending me your drawing of Blake using Vinny the vacuum. I love the way you drew his eyes. You all are excellent artists. If you would like to send a picture you've drawn to me, I would love to see it too. Your adult can find my email address or a link to our Facebook page in the show notes. And adults, if you and your families are enjoying our stories or your families have ideas for future ones, I'd love to hear from you in an iTunes review or by email. I truly love getting to know you, friends. And one last thank you to two special girls who helped me out with this podcast, Amelia and Ellie. Amelia plays the role of a dog named Lucy, and Ellie plays the role of a little girl in the family we're about to meet. Are you ready to jump into today's story? I even have a surprise for you today if you listen really close. Today's story is called Pup Finds His Home. Let's go. Pup was an adventurous little fella. From the day he could walk, he was always getting into something. Spilling the food dish splashing his siblings by putting his growing paw in the water while they were drinking. He was full of energy and life. Exploring the world around him, also known as making messes, didn't stop when he was old enough to leave mom and move into his own people family. 
Recently, he found himself dumping over the bathroom trash and ripping apart tissues. My people aren't going to like this, he thought after chewing on a brand new sneaker, and snuck out through the doggy door to hide from the trouble of his own making. But his fear of getting in trouble didn't last long. His nose distracted him almost immediately. (laughs) What is that creature? At his age, almost every smell was new and exciting, and this one was no different. What are you? What are you? He sang as he searched the backyard with his nose. Pup smiled as his eyes found what his nose was leading him to. You wanna play? The four-footed, black-and-white striped animal, only slightly bigger than Pup, froze. Then without warning, it turned around, lifted its tail, and... P.U. Did you eat stinky sauce last night? Yuck, yuck, yuck. He ran back toward the house, realizing the smell was now stuck to him, too. Mom! Dad! He yipped. But it was his smell, not his barking, that got the attention of his people immediately. Pup. He knew what was coming next. It had happened almost every day since he moved in. He cowered. The man, his master, started to come toward him with his rolled-up magazine to swat his nose and then backed away, making a sour face. Oh, bad boy. Did you mess with a skunk? What are we going to do with you? That's when he also saw the sneaker. And before Pup knew it, He was in doggy kennel timeout. Outdoor doggy kennel timeout. Those were the worst. Kids? Dad had called a family meeting. I know we just got settled here. The oldest child sighed. But we're moving again, aren't we, Dad? You're right, kiddo. It's what I signed up for when I took the job. But can we at least keep our new puppy this time? I'm afraid not, Eli. We're going overseas again, and they won't allow us to. (gasps) All three kids said at the same time, the youngest girl stamping her feet and starting to cry. Once Mom is able to get the skunk smell off of him, you guys can play with him one last time before we have to drop him off at the shelter. Sorry, kids. I'm so sorry. I didn't think we'd be moving overseas again. I thought Pup would get to come with us on our next move. Can't we just keep him until we move, Dan? The curly-haired middle child asked. No, it's best that we let him go. The longer we keep him, the harder it will be when we move. We'll get more attached. I don't want to make this harder than it has to be, so we'll take him to the shelter tomorrow. No one liked the news. Not one bit. But they had no choice but to try to enjoy their last day with Pup. Pup lay on the cold concrete surrounded by metal bars, still slightly smelling like skunk. First, he was excited to explore a new place with tons of new smells and noises. But once the new wore off, Pup was confused. Where did my people go? When are they coming back? I didn't mean to smell like stinky sauce. It was an accident. And I promise I won't tear up any more shoes no matter how bitey I feel. (laughs) I'm sorry, my people. 
Pup curled up and tucked his head beneath his oversized golden retriever paws. He had never been so still in his life, and he stayed that way for quite some time. Hours passed, and then days. Sure, Pup got up and ate his food, drank his water, and ran around when he got a break from the kennel, but he didn't feel alive anymore. It wasn't necessarily the place that made him feel that way. It was the fact, or so he thought, that his choices to be a bad dog had made his people mad, and now he was left here all alone. When a puppy has nothing to explore, it leaves lots of time to think. And that's what Pup did, but not in a good way. No one loves me. Why would they? I'm a bad dog. A bad dog like me is unlovable. His thoughts spiraled downward. If they think I'm so bad, well, I'll just show them how bad I can be. Hey, said a woman with a sing-songy voice as she looked up to see his name. Hey there, pup. I'm Janice. It's nice to meet you. Janice opened the door to put a fresh scoop of chicken-flavored dog food into his bowl. As she reached down to pat Pup on the head, he took off. He cut to the right and jumped right between her legs and out the kennel door as Janice scrambled to catch him. Pup ran circles around the room, stopping only to jump on the other dog's kennels to rile them up. Pup, come back! Get back here, you cheeky puppy! Pup knew the right thing to do, but chose not to. He was a bad dog now, after all. It took ten minutes of running zoomies around the room for Pup's energy to deplete enough for Janice to catch him. She picked him up by the scruff of his neck and looked him in the eye. Bad boy! That is not how we act here, mister! Now go back into your kennel and eat your dinner! As she spoke... Something warm ran down Janice's shirt. <gasps> Pup! Really? You just went potty on me? He smiled, glad to see that she agreed he was indeed a bad dog. The bad behavior didn't end there. Pup made a mess of his food after every meal. He would jump on the door of his kennel and snarl any time a person would come into the room. Any time he got to go outside, he would purposefully roll in anything stinky he could find. Now, Pup, Janice spoke softly to him while taking him back to his kennel after getting stinky. If you can be kind and stay out of trouble, maybe someone will come along and love you enough to take you home. But otherwise, you have no hope, mister. Her talk just made him even more upset the more he thought about it. I don't want another home. I'm a bad dog. No one wants bad dogs, and bad dogs don't want a home. The next day, Janice returned, as usual, to take Pup for an outside break. Only this time, as he was looking for something to roll in, Janice returned with a black-and-white boxer dog, twice Pup's size. Here's a friend, Pup. Y'all play good together. Janice stepped back and watched. After a few minutes, the other dog spoke. How'd you end up here? She asked with a sneer in her voice. Pup ignored her and sniffed a ball in the play area. Are you too good to talk to me? She tried again. My name is Patches, but he's called me Lucy. Leave me alone, 
pup snarled. What's back in the new cage? Lucy asked with equal rudeness. That's all pup could take. His quiet escape to the outdoors was ruined. He growled again. Lucy stood taller as if ready to fight. Janice quickly grabbed something from a hook on the wall and stepped inside, ready to muzzle them both. But before she could, Pup let Lucy know they were not going to be friends. Ouch, man, that hurt! The woman carefully pulled them apart and found Pup's snout with a muzzle first. Leave me alone or I'll bite you again, Lucy. That's the last straw, Pup, Janice said. This time her voice wasn't so kind. You've earned yourself a spot with the bad dogs in the room for biters. She leashed him, leaving Lucy alone, and led him into a different room to make himself a different home. A home meant for bad dogs. Pup had been in the bad dog room for two weeks now and had to be muzzled any time he was allowed outside, which wasn't very often. Hi, sweet boy, Pup heard. It wasn't the sing-songy voice of Janice, who usually took care of him. This was a different voice. Huh, sweet boy, you're right, try bad boy. Although she had a loving voice, he didn't like her much either. Oh, poor baby, you look so sad. I'm not here to hurt you. Pup wasn't so sure, and he wasn't willing to find out. He snapped at her through the fence of his kennel. That'll make her leave. Oh my, you don't like me yet, do you? I'll give you some space and see you later. The woman backed away and moved to the next dog crate. Pup was grateful for her polite obedience to his commands. Well, hello there, Lucy. The eyes behind the kind voice looked up at the name tag. She ooed and awed at her for a minute in that tender voice, and then moved on. As much as Pup was angry at humans, there was something in him that wanted to trust this lady. Something about her eyes. They seemed... what was it? Loving. It had hurt so bad, though, when his family dropped him off here for being bad, that it wasn't worth loving another especially not a human. Well, what do you think? asked Janice. Did you find one that you want to adopt into your forever family? Definitely. The woman's eyes looked back in Pup's direction. But I don't think it's quite the right time. These guys aren't the snuggly type. You did ask to see the biters, after all. They're just mean sometimes. They've been hurt. It's all it takes time. I'll be back. The women smiled at one another and left the room. Pup eased back into his lay-down position and tried to barricade his heart from this woman that he desperately didn't want to let himself love. Two days went by quickly for Pup. He just returned to his kennel from time outside alone when he heard her voice again. Last time, she had stopped at each kennel between the door and pup and greeted each dog. Today, her steps led her right to his kennel. He snarled. Something deep within him was changing and beginning to like this lady, but it was way down deep. 
so deep that it wasn't visible at all from the outside. Hi, Pop. I've missed you, she spoke gently, keeping her distance from his kennel. He could tell it wasn't out of her own fear, but to protect him, to help him feel safe. He sat on his bottom in the farthest corner from the woman, but stopped showing his teeth. That's progress, she muttered. I love you, Pup. You don't even know me, Pup thought. You don't know what I've done and how me I've been, or how bad I am. She stood at a distance and talked with him for five more minutes before exiting the room. Another two days later, the woman returned. Pup was starting to get used to her. Maybe she isn't so bad after all, he considered as she approached his kennel. But he still chose to keep his heart locked up, unable to receive her love for him. Would you like to take him outside and see if he will play with you? asked Janice. Of course, we'll have to keep him muzzled so that he won't bite, just in case. I'd love to. After being returned to his kennel from their playdate, Pup felt awful. This woman said she loved him, and in return, he had ignored her. When she would approach him, he would retreat, never making eye contact. He couldn't let himself be loved again, not when he was a bad dog. Not when he could mess it up and cause someone to leave him again. Pup looked through the kennel gate as she walked by once more. He could see a tear on her cheek. No doubt he had caused it. He laid himself and his heavy heart down on the ground. Bye, pup. I'll see you tomorrow. Wait, she's coming back? Thought pup. I thought surely my attitude would have run her off. Hope began to rise deep in pup's heart. Maybe she really did love him. It felt nice to be loved again, but his fear quickly choked out his hope. She'll leave me too once she really knows me. The next day, as promised, she arrived with a smile on her face. Pup had thought long and hard about their last encounter all day, and he knew he didn't deserve her coming back. And especially not with a smile. Wanna go play again, Pup? Pup felt his tail start to twitch, and it made him realize he hadn't wagged his tail since being here. The woman noticed, too, and her smile grew. Once they were outside in the play area, the woman knelt down and spoke quietly. You're Pup. You're a sweet boy. I brought you a treat. Pup willed himself to make eye contact with her. His nose was awakened by the smell of bacon. I want to pet you, she said. But not until you're ready. Slowly Pup began walking toward her, inching really, with his head low. Can we take his muzzle off? She asked Janice. He seems calm. If you're okay with the risk, we can. It's up to you. A minute later, Pup was there, sniffing the treat. The woman loosened the muzzle and let Pup inspect the treat further. Carefully, he took the treat from her fingers and backed up just a few steps before eating it. When he looked up from the treat, what Pup saw was the brightest smile he had ever seen, and a tear again on her cheek. 
She made no effort to move toward him, just sat watching him with her hand outstretched in his direction. They stared at each other for two minutes, a long two minutes, now tears streaming down her face. Come here, Pop, she spoke. I love you, boy. Cautiously, he approached her. She slowly reached out her hand further to let him sniff, and with the other she gently touched his messy golden fur. Would you like to be my dog? Come home with me? I'll be a good master. I promise I'll take good care of you and I'll never stop loving you. He couldn't stand the sight of the tears on her face any longer. He drew closer and gave her a lick to wipe them away. Janice? She called to the keeper, who had a tear running down her cheek now as well. I, I think we're ready. Pup, he's ready to be mine. The keeper cleared her throat, obviously overcome by the love on display before her. You got it. You guys can have some more time while I go grab the papers. When she returned, clipboard in hand, Pup's new owner stood. Just sign here, Cleola, and he's all yours. Cleola and Pup were inseparable for nearly a week. But life wasn't sunshine and peaches. It was hard work learning to trust someone again, to submit to a new master. Pup found himself not trusting Cleola despite the fact that everything she did for him was loving and in an effort to protect him. Their second day home, he decided he was better off on his own and escaped out the door as Cleola was going to check the mail. But she ran after him until he was safely back home. He even destroyed her new couch and covered her carpet in muddy paw prints. But she still loved him, more than Pup could grasp. Cleola looked into Pup's eyes, wishing she could learn his past, learn what had changed him inside, what had made him so afraid and angry. But even more, she was determined to help him see that his future was going to be far better. I think it's about time we give you a new name, now that we know each other a little better, don't you think? Cleola asked Pup as if she expected him to answer out loud. She laid a treat in her lap, as she often did, to get Pup to sit with her in hopes that they would bond. But this time, something hard around Pup's heart began to crack and fall away. If Cleola can love me and want me even when I'm not lovable, I can trust her. I love you, Cleola. <laughs> and instead of grabbing the treat from her lap as before, he jumped up on Cleola with a smile, one paw on each shoulder, and snuggled his head into her neck. <laughs> Cleola's laugh was light and filled with happy tears. You got it, boy. Your name shall be Hux. She noticed the change in his attitude, the way he seemed to trust her more than he ever had. It's perfect. You're mine now, Hugs, she said, testing out the name. And nothing will ever change that. Friends, did you listen close enough to figure out the surprise in our story? Pup, the little guy in our story, is Hugs, Cleola's dog. 
We met him a few stories ago in Hug's Great Escape. Except in that story, he was all grown up. Isn't it so cool to know his story? To know how he became Cleola's dog? My family adopted our dog Spot a year and a half ago, and I really wish I could go back and learn what happened in his life before he was adopted. So it's a treat to get to do that with Hugs. Hi, Miss Adventure. Hey there, Hugs. Let me put my ramp out for you to climb up. There you go. Give me a hug, buddy. It's so good to see you, Miss Adventure. And you too, kids. I always love visiting your treehouse. Did you tell them the story you asked for my help riding? About when I was just a young pup? Sure did. We just finished. I'm so glad our friend Cleola adopted you, Hugs. If she hadn't, I don't think we would be friends. That would be sad. Oh, I am too, for sure. Can you imagine how mean I would be if it weren't for Cleola and the way she rescued me? She loved me even when I didn't love her back. It still makes me sad to think how mean I was to her all those years ago in the animal shelter. Cleola reminds me of... Jesus. It's always Jesus, isn't it, Miss Avenger? I guess you're right, Hugs. I love seeing pictures of Jesus and things around us in our ordinary lives. I know Jesus loves us so much and Cleola loves me so much. Is that why she reminds you of Jesus? Yes, but that's only part of it. The way that Cleola took you into her family, adopted you, even when you were less than kind to her, is a picture of what Jesus has done for us. In the book of Ephesians in the Bible, chapter 1 and verse 5, Paul wrote, So he, talking about God, decided long ago to adopt us. He adopted us as his children with all the rights children have. He did it because of what Jesus Christ has done. It pleased God to do it. It still amazes me that it pleased Cleola to welcome me into her family. I didn't deserve her love. Still don't, actually, even though I love her now. And I don't deserve God's love for me either, Hugs. I don't deserve to be part of his family. In the same book of the Bible, it says that we all did it, all of us, doing what we felt like doing, when we felt like doing it. That's sin. Doing what I want to do without considering pleasing God. Goes on to say, it's a wonder God didn't lose his temper and do away with the whole lot of us. Instead, immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us. He took our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own with no help from us. I really like how it says that God embraced us, Miss Adventure. That's what it felt like Cleola did to me. Long before I hugged her, it was like she was embracing me by loving me. It made me feel all warm inside like a hug. Funny that she named me Hugs, huh? When she's the one who embraced and welcomed me. It's a perfect name, Hugs. She tells me all the time that she's never going to leave me. We're family forever. That's true of God, too. When he adopts us and we become his children, that involves making the choice to follow him like we've talked about before. Nothing can ever separate us from him and his love ever again. I had to make a choice to let Cleola adopt me, too. She could have taken me home that first day when I didn't want anything to do with her. 
but she knew I wasn't ready. She never gave up on me, never stopped coming to see me. But she also let me choose her, and she waited for me to show her that I wanted to receive her love. Hugs, being adopted is extravagant, isn't it? To know someone loves you no matter what, even on your worst days, and that they will never leave you. Yes, it sure is. It changed me. I'm not a bad dog anymore. I'm Cleola's dog instead now. I know it's changed you. I see how nice and loving you are, Hugs. I can't even imagine you being a mean puppy. And I'm not a sinful person any longer, even though I still struggle with making bad choices. Instead, I'm God's daughter, and I will be forever. You know what, Hugs? I think I'm going to name my stuffed animal after you. She'll remind me of being a part of God's family and being loved in a way that will never end. That's perfect, Miss Adventure. I'm honored. What do you think, friends? I can name her Hugs and then I can hug her at night as I fall asleep. Thank you for joining me today, kids. And Hugs. I hope it makes your heart as happy as mine to know that when we decide to follow Jesus, God brings us into his family to be his forever. See you next time, friends. Bye-bye!